0: The Spirit and Power of Elijah Today, Conclusion 1 David W. Palmer As we come to the conclusion of our series of devotional teachings on Elijah, the Spirit and Power of Elijah, and its continuing ministry today, let's review the Scriptures at the heart of this line of truth. Malachi 4 5-6 KJV, Behold, I will send you Elijah the prophet before the coming of the great and dreadful day of the Lord, 6, and he shall turn the heart of the fathers to the children, and the heart of the children to their fathers lest i come and smite the earth with a curse. Matthew 11:11 to 13 DKJV. Jesus answered and said to them, Elijah does indeed come first and restores everything. 12 But i say to you that Elijah has already come, and they didn't recognize him but did to him whatever they wanted to do. 13 Then the disciples understood that he spoke to them about John the Baptist. God chose Elijah as the one whose ministry would return to prepare the way for Jesus because of his spirit and power. His spirit was one that forcefully advanced God's kingdom purpose. His power achieved much, it was power in. Prayer. Demonstration. Provision. Healing. Family reconciliation. Impartation and delegation. Transforming his nation. Eternity. Importantly, Elijah's ministry was one that discovered what God was not in, the wind, the shaking, and the fire. Initially, Elijah was very successful at operating at the pinnacle of God's ministry, as he knew it. This did result in an amazing demonstration of God's power and of the removal of many false prophets. However, it did not achieve the key result of removing the entrenched spiritual stronghold and turning his nation back to God. After energetically and successfully applying God's word and moving in a demonstration of God's power through his own ministry, Elijah discovered that this was in and of itself insufficient. He had successfully brought on a drought, called fire from heaven and executed hundreds of false prophets. He even had all the witnesses confess that the Lord is God. Yet, Jezebel was still in control via King Ahab. Elijah's intense disappointment and disillusionment left him depressed and paralyzed. After angelic rescue, God led and empowered him to climb God's mountain, the birthplace of the covenant under which he operated. Maybe there, at the source of his ministry worldview, he would discover why his supreme demonstration of that dispensation's power failed in its ultimate objective. Perhaps you have been disillusioned in your ministry or walk with God. Have you pursued and even attained the highest of what you have been led to believe is the zenith of achievement in ministry only to find it insufficient in what you thought the outcome would be? Elijah experienced this, but, thankfully God led him beyond his despair to the answer for his generation. From his experience, we learn that we too need to. And self-rule. Climb God's mountain. Invest time in the cave. Listen to the still, small voice imitate what we see and hear with Him. Once we have heard God's Word, like Elijah, we too receive keys to rescue our generation from demonic bondage and deception. God is a great King who rules with His Word. It may come to us as an inner whisper, but it carries all the authority of the absolute sovereign ruler of the universe. To fulfill God's call, we need to believe His Word, enact it, declare it, and obey it, all with considerable spiritual force. After climbing God's mountain in despair, Elijah learned that the next phase of ministry was to empower a new generation of leaders. Although each of them will be unique and challenging for others to accept, they can succeed through their gifting where you have not, provided you. Hear from God for them. Pour anointing on them. Disciple some of them. Cover them with your intercession, faith and prophetic words ensuring they are empowered by grace. Only move on from the next generation of emerging, anointed leaders, to heaven like Jesus and Elijah if need be when they are ready to fully wear the mantle of anointing and responsibility. God's prophetic word through Malachi said that Elijah would return and restore everything in preparation for the Messiah's appearing. The initial fulfillment of this was through John the Baptist prior to Jesus's initial advent. Luke one to 13-17 lit but the angel said to him, 17, and he will go out before him in the spirit and power of Elijah. God's angel said that John the Baptist would minister in the spirit and power of Elijah. And according to Jesus, John the Baptist's ministry was the prophesied reappearing of Elijah's ministry that prepared the way for his first coming. However, Malachi's prophecy said Elijah's ministry would emerge again prior to the day of the Lord, the day of judgment. This must mean that it will re-emerge prior to Jesus's second coming. At the time of writing, this is yet a future event. Therefore, we can conclude that God will raise up ministry with the spirit and power of Elijah in our day. When the Elijah ministry reappeared in John, he literally prepared his generation for the arrival of Jesus, God's only-begotten Son, by looking at how John the Baptist operated, we have learnt various aspects of how the Elijah type of ministry will function today. John saw himself in God's written word. He stood out and started declaring the written word over himself, in preaching to others, and his prophecy. He didn't chase crowds; they came to him. He pointed to Jesus, he prophesied about Jesus' ministry and what he would do he deferred to Jesus, I must decrease, he must increase. His Elijah-type ministry was one of spirit force. Matthew eleven ten to 13 DKJV, and his disciples asked him, saying, Why then do the scribes say that Elijah must come first? 11, Jesus answered and said to them, Elijah does indeed come first, and restores everything. 12, But I say to you that Elijah has already come, and they didn't recognize him but did to him whatever they wanted to do. In the same way, the Son of Man will also suffer under them. 13, Then the disciples understood that He spoke to them about John the Baptist. We have seen that success in our calling to prepare for Jesus's second coming will require spiritually forceful advance. We have also seen that this will attract deadly opposition and forceful counteroffensives. As daunting as this sounds, the Holy Spirit urges us not to draw back from the challenges involved in being an Elijah type of ministry. Despite the possibility of becoming martyrs when we advance with forceful faith, we simply must not draw back. Here's why. Hebrews 10:37 to 39 DKJV. For in a very little while he who shall come will come and will not delay. 38 But meanwhile the just shall live by my faith. Yet if he timidly draws back, my soul will have no pleasure in him. 39 But we are not those who draw back to destruction, but of those who believe to the preserving, saving of the soul. Faith, believing, confident confession and action is the opposite of timidly drawing back. Today, I encourage you to press forward with faith-filled, spiritual force in confession, actions, and courage in the spirit and power of Elijah, to prepare for Jesus' imminent manifestation and glorious revival and awakening, as we simultaneously get ourselves and others fully ready for His return.